0: I've been studying with this flamingo
1: for four fucking minutes.
0: This is a gift, you ungrateful bastard. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to a spooky edition of Films on Trial. I'm Gav.
2: I'm Alex. I'm Joel. I'm Dave. And I'm Austin.
0: And just like Halloween 3, the Halloween horror continues. Which is true because this is the return of Halloween horror month.
2: <laughs> is it? What did I is tell you now? about getting this out? extra? it?
3: Come on. Oh. <laughs> oh. 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 oh <laughs> well, well done. Oh, <laughs> oh, he's still got more.
4: If, if, if. Normal, <laughs> I was thinking he's going to redeem himself maybe, and not. No, I'm
0: not, like, like, It's impossible he to play one handed at an angle with my big foam fingers I'm sorry <laughs> Anyway, right, it's Halloween Horror Month Seriously, If you've never heard this show before then hold on to your I don't know, what are the children's masks? (laughs) 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 Because (laughs) I didn't write anything for this. Can't tell. Essentially, what we do is we take a film and we put it on trial, but. However, Halloween Horror Month is different because each one of us is going to pick one of our favourite and maybe underrated horror films and put it on trial. Essentially, there's going to be a lot of other shenanigans, including some spooky organ music, Mm. some sound effects, a caption contest, questionable impressions, and lots of banter. So do stick around. So as I said before, uh, this week's film on trial is Halloween 3, Season of the Witch. (laughs) she's having a good time okay oh my god it's still going is it michael myers in halloween or
2: no it's not because it's number three
0: is it uh, uh, Mike Myers in The Love Guru? Hopefully we're going to find <laughs> uh, Just to say that this will be a very spoilerific episode, so if you haven't seen it yet, thanks a lot, Joel, already. He's ruined that uh, Mike Myers isn't in it. <laughs> but it has been on since about 1982, so it's uh, you've got no excuse, really. But if you you can, what you can do is you can listen to this episode after you've watched it. It's available on Amazon for £2.49. What a bargain. Or you can just trust our judgments. Alternatively, you can fast forward to our quiz this week brought to us by Joel, which we'll highlight in the comments section below. Just to check, do we actually highlight? No. <laughs> <Right. I> say <laughs> we that every say that week. every week. <laughs> I say that every fucking week. And I thought to myself in <laughs> the day I of an episode and I was like, do we actually highlight where the quiz starts? No, not at all. Right. We should do that. We should make chapters. <laughs> yeah, we should. <laughs>
5: I mean, it's, it's, it's I, say wait, I
0: should do that. <laughs> As our producer, you definitely should. It starts around the 40, 45 minute mark, I reckon. Anyway, before we go on, our last film on trial was La La Land that's a tap 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 dancing come on i've got nothing help me out here i'll see what what sound effect would you do probably the same actually <laughs> yeah, yeah, I,
5: I was gonna i was gonna try and do a tap and I was with my mouth
0: oh well there but we go on, go on give it a go, go on. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't help when bad. you've got a mouth full of brownie uh, now dave no. you judged that trial and you no. deemed that it should yeah. be placed on the shit list shocking Ooh, now you've since gone away and you've watched the film did you make the right call
4: well, at the time when I made the call, I thought it was a close call, and I thought it just edged slightly towards shit. Now that I've seen it, it's still quite close. There is a lot that you can criticise about the film, but I would say it does edge more towards it. So, no, I personally, for me personally, I don't think it was the right call. But there's a lot of people out there that do say, yeah, it's not as good as it's cracked up to be. So, you know, I don't feel too bad about it. But for me personally, it's in the wrong place.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, uh, the votes came in from twitter and what 56 percent said it should be placed on the shit list mm-hmm. so you're not on your own there i have watched it again <laughs> since <laughs> uh so it must be about three times in the space for a month now hmm. I, I really love it <laughs> <laughs> i've just been listening to the soundtrack non-stop um I, it's it's been plaguing me when i go to bed at night to be honest it's, i was surprised i mean i wasn't here when you did it and i was very surprised it went on the shit
3: list to be honest mm.
0: yeah who's prosecuting that one Hurt me. Uh-huh. <laughs> this might has been plaguing me. Pretty
4: <laughs> scathing. To be honest with you,
0: you know, another thing as well is that, like, throughout that episode, we we said about you know, Siobhan and not listening to any of the episodes of films on trial <laughs> <laughs> so the very first episode without prompting as well that she actually decides to listen to is one where I joke about assaulting her and, <laughs> <laughs> and I, it, was a, it was playful it was very play, playful obviously but yeah funny in like, context yeah Right, you know Ryan Gosling's character shoulder barges Emma Stone oh, yeah. and Austin was saying oh he's had a bad day and I was like oh that's, that means he's alright when, when I've had a bad day I just get home and shoulder barge Siobhan and she was like that's not funny guys <laughs> <laughs> couldn't listen to any other one anyway, anyway right. can't
4: really liked the episode <laughs> oh, that's
0: cool. that's
2: jen All right. listened to that one as well and warned me not to come around here again
0: <laughs> <laughs> Right, well uh, thank you very much guys so uh, before we go on to the bulk of the show i think it's time for a spooky edition of alex's film feels oh dear
3: a little smile on your face.
1: Oh, oh that's
0: nice. Please, uh, uh, man. Please, man. Paint it straight. It's all a bit spooky. Paint yeah, it
3: straight. It's very spooky. Uh, okay, there's a few I wanted to do for Halloween 3, but I was not allowed to. I'll bring that up later.
4: <laughs>
3: <laughs> there was the There quite a lot of vetoing that it would, you know, uh, prejudice maybe the judge against the film before it started. So, okay. Uh, for me, I think most horror films have a twist in them. And so I was, I was wondering, what do you think is the best twist in a horror film? You know, the one that makes you go, didn't see it coming. For me, I'm going to go right at the bat and say Sixth Sense was the best
4: twist. It
3: was a good one. It's up there. M. Night Shyamalan has tried to recreate it ever since. Oh. Shyamalan?
4: Shyamalan?
0: Yes, yeah, Shyamalan.
3: Shyam- Wait, Shyamalan. you both said two different ways to Shyamalan. say it.
0: Don't look at me like that if you both don't know.
3: M. Night Shyamalan? Sh- Shyamalan? Shyamalan? Shyamalan?
5: Well, let's not spend five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe we can ask someone to record it and email us it. In. Okay. Yeah. What message yeah. is it?
0: We've got a Facebook, haven't we? Like, send his yeah, voice
5: yeah. notes on on Facebook, and that would be good.
0: That yeah, that would be good. Yeah. But, uh, d- Pitch Dave had a great description of uh, his work. It said it starts off, you know, like in the nineties with Sixth Sense, and you have all these twists, at, like at the end of every film, and they start off like really sort of like massive. Didn't see that coming plot twists, but as the films have gone on and the years have passed, what do you, what do you say? I, I'm
4: trying to think, what was I saying? It <laughs> it's, just it's, rings a bell, but what did I the, say? The, the end
0: up becoming more just like nipple twists.
3: like
0: and so Just like he's trying to yeah. recapture yeah. that six Sense yeah.
3: one. But that Sixth <laughs> Sense
0: one was a good one, you know? Yeah, yeah, a, very good, yeah. i love a good one. Mm. I'd say for me, Friday the 13th. I think that was like one of the first ones where you're like, oh shit, you know, it, like um, I've forgotten the name of the, the, the Jason. Book no, no, it's his mother, Pamela. Uh, yeah. Pamela, that's it, Pamela. Uh, so she's been killed um the um the the survivor i can't remember her name this is terrible this isn't it like for a film podcast and uh, she gets into a canoe and she's just on camp crystal lake and she's like finally relaxed she's survived everybody else has been killed she's killed barbara and she's like oh, pamela sorry and she's like <laughs> oh, i, I survived and then out of nowhere. Uh, Pamela comes out of the water and just like drags him Jason in. comes out of the water <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that's Jason isn't yeah. <laughs> it? fucking hell
2: this retelling has this been <laughs> factual <laughs> factual <laughs> to a T yeah, this
1: is, uh, yeah. sorry I was going to say Pamela that is <laughs> the, <He's> the killer <laughs> <But> anyway, she <laughs>
0: that's a great a twist, twist. She, was, she was the killer throughout, so, uh, throughout okay. the first film he didn't come in until the uh, yeah so oh. Jason's
2: dead and he comes out of the water and yeah. you find out that he's been that he's not dead that's oh, basically the twist that comes
0: Completely fucked it up. So
2: mine actually um is The Descent, but not for the reason why you might think. I actually watched this film, no word of a lie, thinking it was about a group of people who went, um you know, down a cave and they got stuck, and it was kind of like a survival thing, you know, like kind of like mm-hmm. uh, seventy-two hours with like Aaron Rans, whatever his name is, who chops off his arm and shit to get yeah. out. Oh yeah, I literally thought it was about that. So I actually shit my pants when i you know the, it, <laughs> the it turned out to be a horror point. film with monsters in i was like this is not what i signed up for so yeah. that was a pretty big twist but an intentional one i don't think <laughs> more of a
4: twist you played <laughs> on yourself <laughs> <though>. <laughs> by not, by not uh, reading the plot uh, <laughs> exactly
2: an intentional one uh, i don't think you can look further than saw for me i think that's oh, the most mind-blowing one, mind-blowing moment yeah, in, yeah. pretty much in any film i think that i've experienced
0: so and like with the descent, it depends on what mm. version you saw because they released two. One was the British version where she doesn't make it out at the end, and um, uh, the, the, well, she makes it out and then it turns out to be a dream. Yeah, she's she not out. out what, she's the, the the, what is the American version? The American version, she just gets out. Oh, you know, yeah. it's like a happy ending. Oh, and, wow. uh, with that in mind, don't watch the descent two because it ain't good. <laughs> <laughs>
4: uh, my favorite is probably Don't Look Now. Ooh, yeah. yeah, it's not so much a twist, but it's just one of those moments Weird. where the film ends and you're just like. What what the hell just happened? I won't say what it is because it is it would spoil it for people who are about to watch the film. But don't look now. It has one of those endings where you just sat there for about two minutes as the credits are rolling, thinking what the f- just did you, happened.
3: Did you have that thing there where it was like was that good or shit? And then you came to it
0: that it was good like, yeah,
4: for a second. But I was just I was just I think, horrified by at what first I was just like what the fuck.
0: Uh, I think it was better, uh, you know, when we were younger. Yes. When I watched it when okay. I was younger, I was like, wow, that was really good. And when you've watched it as a, you know, I've got well, an old you know it's, like, it's coming mm, it's a bit. Mm. Yeah. But is that mm. just
5: because you knew it was coming this time around? Yeah, maybe. Like if you watch it, then it's yeah. Or is it, is it?
4: And another reason parts? I won't describe it is because if I put it into words what it is, it's going to sound shit. <laughs>
5: <laughs> <laughs> but if you watch <laughs> yeah. it,
4: it's actually, it does
5: surprise you. Yeah, I couldn't think of too many. I mean, I wasn't sure to get out of a twist in it because I just enjoyed that. But mm. okay, the only thing I could really think of having seen fairly, not recently, but at all, was like the others when uh, the, yeah. the oh yeah the, oh, yeah, yeah. the woman so they is actually yeah, they, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah yeah that's and, a good twist and that they're actually twist, the, yeah. yeah they're actually the ghosts aren't they you I think mean, they're spoiler. the ones getting haunted fucking hell you know I mean <laughs> <laughs> the whole the whole Podcast is full of spoilers. <laughs> Doesn't matter what film we're going to discuss; it could be a film that's right yeah, yeah.
3: that's not I mean, even listed
0: in the credits. We, we're going to spoil it. With we spoiled the fact
3: that The Descent is a horror film
0: in a way. Yeah. <laughs> so you I know. mean, I spoiled uh, the end of Friday the Thirteenth incorrectly, <laughs> and then Joel spoiled it properly. Yeah, um, I'm surprised. Liz, to be honest, I thought you are going to go Hocus Pocus. I was tempted. <laughs> <to from that. laughs> I mean, it wasn't a real cat. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, thank you very much for that, Alex. Yeah. thank you yeah. <laughs> i mean it's weird isn't it when you're thanking me for that <laughs> I,
4: I, did, I did see the look of delight on your face exactly God, you someone's coming someone's <laughs> coming <laughs>
0: Man, this is just my usual face i get so much shit for my face Just, just happy <laughs> <laughs> okay right onto the bulk of the show this week's film mentioned before is halloween three season of the witch I can't, I can't remember how that song so it's <laughs> just play was it
3: london Ah, oh,
2: well done. Nice. nice. So, Honestly, I was just waiting for you to fuck up. <laughs> I was just so much <laughs> like,
0: I don't think this has ever happened. i Have played the song all the way through properly. Well done. Oh my god, I'm what, going. What
3: up. what grade piano are you? 8.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: tell you, a lot of nails <laughs> Okay, so uh, this hasn't been picked out of the hat at random as I said before, but instead it has been chosen as part of our Halloween horror month by me. And as I pick the film, I will be defending it and trying to get it placed on the hit list. Now, I'm a bit like... Now, so I've done something different here. Instead of going for characters from Halloween 3... i bet. Well, I've, I've, I've reached out, okay? So I'm a bit like Ghostface... Is there a reason for this? No, I'm yes. gonna do a different one. the judge. Is there a reason <laughs> why you're do... picking We're different? I'm gonna do a different characters. one each week. So I'm thinking Halloween, okay. classic iconic horror icon in Michael Myers attached to the name Halloween. So I thought I'm gonna do I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna do something different next week and the week after, trust me, I know what I'm on about here. Right, I'm a little <laughs> bit like Ghostface from Scream. I have an elongated, milky white face. <laughs> <laughs> and I pissed around a lot in school. <laughs> uh, now, the rest of the roles... are spoiler? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it is, they're going to be bitterly disappointed when they tune in to scream and it's just like, not like some guy dicking about in school, but actually murdering people. Uh, now, the rest of the roles have been picked out at random. So joining me in defence will be Dave. Now, Dave is a little bit like Jason Voorhees. He looks like he also had a lot of bad experiences at summer camps. <laughs> <laughs> now, acting as prosecution and trying to get this film placed on the shit list will be Joel and Alex. Joel is just like Leatherface. He's quiet and doesn't like change, <laughs> but he's a dab hand in the kitchen. So yeah, he swings around about his name. And Alex is just like Freddy Krueger old <laughs> 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 now just like, just like real court advocates will be making the best case for our roles these may or may not be our genuine opinions though so do stay tuned to the end of the episode to hear our real thoughts you made this personal by the way <laughs> <laughs> which means that this week austin has the most important role as he will be playing the judge now Ozzy is a little bit like michael myers he's quiet Often wears boiler suits, drives a creepy van, hasn't watched a lot of films, is very creative, he likes Halloween, and he hangs around a lot outside schools. I mean, the list goes fucking on. Uh, Now Ozzy must decide which list the film should be placed on, hit or shit, based solely on the arguments put to him, and not using his own opinions. Now before we get started, I think we should give the listeners a bit of a better understanding as to what this film is about, so let us spin the Wheel of Impressions so here we read off the synopsis of the film in the style of one of the cast or characters from the film this week it has landed on me so how should i read the synopsis out? you know
2: sometimes when we do this and there's a film and you just can't think of any notable character it's, it's just one of them
3: <laughs> I, I i've got i agree a, a whole of also. but what a uh, but i'd like the terrible irish accent of the motel guy and I, I want it as terrible as the motel okay, guy does nice. it
0: A kid's on home (laughs) on silver shamrock masks for Halloween. (laughs) Dr. Daniel Chalice seeks to uncover a plot by silver shamrock owner Connell Cochran. (laughs) That is... that's actually Bob-On yeah. yeah wow oh, I can't wait for this one right. <laughs> without further hesitation Ozzy would you like to please kick off proceedings
4: yes
5: thanks very much I feel like that's all the summary I need
0: <laughs> <laughs> the, mo-
4: the motel is barely in it <laughs> okay.
5: um, genuinely let's have a can I hear a few words from the defence just to get started set the scene let me uh let me, let me understand where the, good, the really good bits of the film are.
0: Okay, well, throughout, essentially, where the really good bits are. Now, the reason I like this film so much is because it is fucking bonkers. <laughs> it is truly, truly mad. Now, like, so I'll give you a brief summary. A man is admitted to ER in a bad way, clutching a children's Halloween mask several days before the holiday. He is murdered in his sleep by a shadowy, suited villain who then sets himself on fire after carrying out the act. Now, the doctor on call and the man's daughter then race to find out the cause of his death and the hidden horror of the Halloween masks. Now they discover the masks are manufactured by this toy company in a small rural town, Middle America. The town is like a ghost town and all the townsfolk are like something out of the Truman Show. It's really spooky and creepy. Along the way, we find out that the shadowy suited villains, wait for it, are robots built by the toy company's owner, and that he has, wait for it, stolen part of Stonehenge (laughs) and is using the Halloween mask to murder millions of children as part of a pagan Halloween ritual. Now, like, honestly, as I said, it is campy, it's cheesy, it's bonkers, but the thing is, is that it definitely knows it is, and it just is a lot of fun. It has fun with itself, and it's fun to watch. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to mention a quick fact here. I'm I'm
3: speechless, so you go. (laughs) Uh,
2: So so I actually did a little bit of research and and John Carpenter basically wanted the Halloween series to be like um, American Horror Story. So he wanted like each film to be kind of a separate story, if you like. But, you know, after one and two were so successful, he didn't fucking tell anybody. (laughs) He he just decided to make number three. So everyone was like, oh, I can't wait to see what Michael Myers has been up to. And then they go into the film and he's just absolutely nowhere to be seen. And not only that, the plot is just, as Gav described it, so fucking like ridiculous. It's one of the most ridiculous plots that I've ever seen.
3: Um, You know, and... Coming after one and two, it's just mind blowing. Yeah, to, to further kick the audiences in the dick as well. Not only does he like not <laughs> put Michael Myers in it, he then calls it Halloween three season of a witch and doesn't put a witch in it yeah. either. <laughs> so you <laughs> know, I mean, it's it's no, like it's a double witches. whammy. Fuck you to the audience. Like, if I he's not
0: fucking it's, riding a broom. does not <laughs> fucking old witch. Before we go, may, it's I'm nice
3: I'm that before you
5: start, it's nice to have you back, Alex.
0: phrase <laughs> <the laughs> phrases like
5: the audience and the dick. That's what we've
0: been lacking for the last two
5: weeks. So yeah, I appreciate yeah, it's been it. A too
4: clean. (laughs) now there there is a witch he's a it's essentially a druid so it's basically just boiling it down to modern terminology yeah a warlock if you will is essentially what he is season Um, of the warlock then yeah well he can be season of the witch as well but to be fair joel stumbled across something quite important there this film got savaged by critics because of the absence of michael myers basically there was nothing in the marketing nothing in the posters that told people to brace yourselves michael myers isn't in this one and that's why fans were so disappointed that's why it got a lot of the hate that it did because michael myers was nowhere to be seen and no one knew going into that cinema that it was going to be that way. If you look back at it now, that's just poor marketing. That's not necessarily a bad film. All it was, it was lacking something that the audience were expecting. That's not the fault of the film.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just like to back Dave up on that one. And essentially, what joel was saying before, it was supposed to be a series of different horror films each year. It was going to be something different. But the thing is, is the Halloween one was so successful carpenter's hand was forced essentially to to make a, a sequel to it and as dave said it is a case of the marketing and i i, I think that this is this is new this is different the film ends up receiving a lot of criticism because as dave said didn't have michael Myers in, and its reputation has suffered because of it but it stepped away from the usual slash and stalk formula and embraced a more out there idea and i think that the result was unashamedly a fun story Right. The main
3: thing that Gav's saying is like, it's bonkers and it knows it. And that just doesn't come through in this film. This film is boring. It's boring all the way through. It's not an entertaining film. It's not scary, which is meant to be, you know, a horror film. And it's not funny, which, so if it's bonkers and stuff like that, you're not, you're not laughing, to be honest. The, the plot is nonsensical, but not in a funny way. So when he says like, we've stolen Stonehenge, that you would think would be hard not to make funny, do you know what I mean? But it is like he just says <laughs> we stolen, we've we've taken Stonehenge. You'd never believe how we did it. And then the car- they just carry on, and it's like, well, did, like what? <laughs> like, well, I beg your pardon, Are you what? Like you've taken part of Stonehenge, and you're not going to even we're just not going to touch that. Oh, gonna, you're we're just going to walk. They walk took a piece we're just going to. They, they took. Like Peace. a block,
0: one of the blocks of Stonehenge hey, they saying, took from Stonehenge. Yeah, this was the eighties. The National Trust wasn't as big as it is today. <laughs> you know, it yeah, security is sell tight. Off stuff conservative I, uh, government cuts everywhere. You know what I mean? They didn't have anybody guarding the blocks. It's true.
4: You could wander up there and just wander around the stones. Can't do that anymore.
2: I like in this film, Aussie, to imagine you've just watched all the three Star Wars and then they release Star Wars four, <laughs> but it's but it's uh, the Christmas special. And if you watch that on YouTube. <laughs> That's that's what this is kind of like. It's just, it's a completely different direction. And what Gavis says is true, but you can't, Make a completely separate film without telling anybody because it's like going to watch Toy Story four, but it's not about toys anymore. It's about fucking dinosaurs. Yeah, you know it's fucking stupid. There is a and, dinosaur. And there is in a toy dinosaur story. Story. And, and the, not uh, a toy one.
3: Like you know, Dave was saying, it's poor marketing, but not a bad film. It's poor marketing and an extremely, extremely bad film. Like a, like a really shockingly bad film. It, 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 it's it, like the plot is doesn't make any sense. The the script I can't remember one line from it, and and like nothing really happens. Like so, this guy is a doctor in a... I mean, it's just unbear- it's unbelievable even saying it. He's a doctor, the guy who begins the film, and I'd say that that first opening sequence is the, the only time in this film where it's kind of like, okay, the opening bit. Then he's admitted into hospital, obviously, then he's killed, and that's the hook. And then the doctor, for no reason at all, decides to just go and investigate this man's death with his daughter... Uh, he goes to this small town the he man's then, daughter not the man's the doctor, yeah sorry doctor. just yeah to he be clear because we do have to <laughs> just clarify was going to come next he goes uh, with the daughter who's just lost her father by the way I mean the, <clears> like, like, like the day before lost her father she they go to this small town to start investigate things they have sex in a motel room for literally no reason I mean they're meant to be investigating this guy's death and he's just like let's shag <laughs> like they do just <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 honestly Aussie like that people um, who experience <laughs> it absolutely is like that i mean like i can't see people uh, the, experience grief in different ways yeah is, is she, it portrayed he, he, in a predatory fashion like that or is it just as though he, this is normal, he looks very much like her father so you're extremely shocked when there's a moment when it's like why is she sitting on the bed why is she coming out with a shower it's like they're not gonna no, they're not going to. He's obviously going to say you're, you're, you know, you're grieving. <laughs> I can't take advantage of you. You're grieving and look about fourteen. I'm not. I'm not she she does, and I'm not going to take advantage of you. And then they have sex twice, right? And after the second time they've had sex, um, she he says, "By the way, sorry, how old are you?" <laughs> oh, well, yeah, <laughs> and she doesn't answer the question. All she says is, "I'm older than I look." and then they just carry, um, I assume have sex again is that is that right Gav have <laughs> I got that is there anything you'd like to disagree with what I've just said there
0: I, I
1: think the way Alex <laughs> is phrasing oh, it oh sorry how would sound, you phrase
3: it? it
0: the way Alex is phrasing it makes it sound like he's doing an ID check after he's just banged her <laughs> Twice. Just to make sure that he's not going to end up in prison for statutory rape but the, the, the thing is, is they, they're having a conversation and the way she's talking it, uh, you know it, he's like oh hang on how old are you you know what I mean it's, it's, it's it's not like this. <laughs> how
3: old are you? He doesn't know how old she is, and she looks young, man. She looks very young in this film. Uh, it's weird. It's very weird, he You can't. You can't, I, you can't I, get past it.
5: I'm not sure where to go after that <laughs> as, a, as a revelation. Is it a major plot point? Uh, no, no, not really. no it's no. not. it's So it's actually shoehorned in there for the sake of it. No, it's being not shoehorned
0: <laughs> in there. Right, essentially, it's like these two people, uh <clears throat> like they're, they're just getting close. They're, they're becoming b- close while they're investigating this man's murder. And <laughs> just- <laughs>
3: can you say that with a straight face <laughs> No, a oh, father's murder a yeah, oh, father's murder You died
5: the day before so they've only been investigating for the best part of 24 hours I'd say less I'd say
3: they've, they've driven about 4 hours maybe at most he's no, gotten no, pissed no. in the and car as well
2: I absolutely love that scene in 7 where Brad Pitt's investigating all the murders and he just goes and goes off
0: shagging in
1: between <laughs> yeah. you're not
0: telling me like fucking leave a weapon and so many other like detective films <sighs> like don't have this in as well you know that's what it was it's just the you know I'm not going to he's not even a detective it. it's, he's it's, a doctor yeah but you know like, well that makes it more interesting for me the fact that he is a doctor and it's not just like a oh, sort of like a down on his luck detective you know like oh two days before retirement he's got a drinking problem sort of thing it's a bit refreshing that he is a doctor and that he <laughs> with a <the> drinking problem, <laughs> with <the> drinking problem <laughs> that, that he is a doctor and that you know he's not rough and tumble and you know he does get he's, battered he's and, pretty rough and tumble <laughs> was, this, <laughs>
3: was this playing John, a lot of grab ass <laughs> as <he's walking laughs> was this
5: John Carpenter trying to? Releases in a Stanley
0: Kubrick. Now, this isn't John Carpenter directing it. It's in, by it in the Woody Allen. Allen Wallace. Sure.
1: <laughs> 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 Come on! I'm sorry. Come on! <laughs> <laughs> how dare
0: you? I know that you're trying to prosecute this film. but How dare you <laughs> compare Carpenter <laughs> to Woody Allen? Uh, and not in a cinematic it, way. It is, <laughs>
5: it
3: is weird, man.
5: Yeah, does it get a little French? Mm. But look, Besson. <laughs> D-
4: no, right,
0: hang on. Right, like, you're all you're all being ridiculous here. Right?
4: I'm not I'm not saying a word, Gavin. I on
0: know. your side. So, is
5: it a minor point? What, it, right, it, it minor, I don't want to dwell right? on it too much. I've made my note about it. It feels like it's a little out of place. Maybe a little bit out of sorts, even for the '80s. It feels a bit it's out weird, of sorts. The thing is right. Is so, the,
0: the reason what? that they investigate the murder is because that the the police are just sort of like, nah, it's it's fine, you know it's okay, people get murdered in hospitals and then burn themselves to death all the time. You know, so they're they not getting any answers from the police and they decide to look into it themselves because, you know, why not? Are the police in it? Yeah, yeah. The, right at the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. The police are in it. They're the ones that are saying like, oh, you know, there's nothing that we can do. And they're, they're not willing Someone's to... Someone's just burned themselves yeah. in a the car outside a hospital after sticking the fingers in some guy's well, head. Well, no,
4: they just said it was <laughs> drugs. They just said it was drugs and uh, yeah. it's an easy case closed. yeah, yeah. yeah easy yeah. fix.
0: So they decide to investigate the man themselves, and while they're investigating it, they get close. They they um, go to this town, as I said before. It's very sort of run-down ghost town. But And the people that live there, they look brainwashed, essentially. Everybody's mm-hmm. going on about how great this toy company is who essentially runs the town. They're the ones that, that you know, put money into the town, essentially. Um, so they, like, as they arrive as well, there's lots of CCTV um, cameras on them all the time. Everybody's always, like, peering through the windows, like, looking around the corner at them. So they have to, you know come up with an alias so they say oh we're just a married couple that have come down to collect some toys from this factory while they stay at the motel and while they're in the motel they grow close you know like it's just a minor point they don't grow close they literally check in and have sex (laughs) that's what happens I'm not saying it's a massive
3: plot point point. what happens after that then? Uh, then they start carrying on investigating and then they have sex again (laughs) (laughs) like like, I'm not saying it's a massive plot point either I'd kind of agree it's kind of strange how it's shoehorned in and it is it's it's like doesn't really bear much I think what they wanted to have was a sex scene I just think they miscast the two leads if they wanted to do that. So I don't think it's as insidious as maybe I made it sound before. They're Just the guy looks too old and she looks too young. So if they wanted a sex scene, absolutely fine. It just looks very odd between those so two people. So in that sense, is the chemistry
5: between them not romantic? Then it's just it, it feels the, creepy. The, the,
3: the, it's
2: just you know if you watch like a slasher film like you know Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth nightmare on elm street there's always a sex scene yeah. and in that sex scene one or both of the two characters having sex normally get killed so it kind of felt like a little bit of a box ticking exercise yeah. but rather than killing them they just like played the full scene so that was a little bit weird but then you could, you've kind of got to distance yourself from it and think this is actually halloween 3 you know, most people who watch it have seen Halloween 1 and 2, and I had, and I hadn't seen number 3. Um, and it's just a completely different tone. Like, Halloween 1 and 2 are, like, really tense. Like, Michael Myers, like, stalks people, and, you know, there's... Um, it's it's not always scary, but it's tense. And number 3 is just moments like that just <laughs> completely drag you out of it. And not only that, like, when you can't even understand the plot, it's, uh, you know, it doesn't help the matter yeah, yeah,
0: anyway. Yeah. I think that like getting back to the Michael Myers thing again, I think it's good. Like if if they would have continued this, if they would have just like kind of carried on and done Halloween four as I don't know as something yeah. to do and with zombies or whatever, yeah. And Halloween five is I don't know like something to do with uh, mummy or whatever. I think we wouldn't be having this conversation this day, but the fact is, is that they kind of like chickened out a little bit. I mean, it, it actually was a box office success. It was made for about like 2 million and ended up making about 18 million, but it didn't make as much money as the previous two films. And that's why they got a little bit sort of apprehensive and like, oh, when we do the fourth one, let's just bring Michael Myers back. And the thing is, is that if you watch some of the latter ones, Like, it's not good. It's just very formulaic. It's the exact same stuff. I would rather have something new and interesting. Yeah,
2: you know, I agree with you, but it's not so much about that. It's a... it's about the fact that you know they made halloween 3 and they didn't tell anybody it wasn't michael myers but
0: like that that is not the the fault of the you know the, the director or the cast or anybody to do with the film it's to whoever came up with the marketing afterwards and the, the thing is is that like everybody knows at this point in 2019 everybody knows that michael myers doesn't feature in this film so you going into watching it you shouldn't have been like that surprised that he's not in it you know you, you can enjoy it for what it is i understand back in 1982 this being massive abroad, massive uproar. thing is is that this film critically panned at the time has actually gone on to be like a really big cult film that like it's got a a big fan base because people have been able to actually appreciate it after after time they've gone like well actually you know it wasn't great at the time because we were expecting something different but now we can appreciate it for what it is
3: what are they appreciating like joel touched on it before there's no scenes that are like building tension this isn't actually a very it's not a conventional horror film in the fact that you don't, apart from, again, that opening sequence where you have someone hiding and then people are running toward, walking towards him, he's escaping. You know, that's kind of building tension and stuff like that. That doesn't happen in this pretty much. When people, when gruesome deaths happen, they just sort of pop happen people get their heads ripped off but it's not like you know any of that sort of hitchcock walking in what's going to happen next there's no real tension in this film at all it's a really boring watch and i i can't you know again the plot just makes it nonsensical but even if the plot's bonkers and the things there's no real tension i can't think of one scene in this film where I was kind of like engaged or being hooked or thinking what was going to happen next. It was like, this happens, this happens, bing, bang, boom, someone gets their arm ripped off or look at that SFX, you know?
4: I've got to disagree. I think there is, there is some tension in here. It's not as uh, on the nose as a guy stalking characters or mm-hmm. building tension in that in that way. I mean, that's been done. We saw that. They were trying to do something new here. But I think there is tension when, um, is it Buddy, who's like this top salesman, gets invited to the factory, mm-hmm. him and his family get shown into a room, the door closes, it says test room one. And for the remainder of that scene, you're thinking, shit, what's going to happen in test room one? They don't know they're in a test room. What's going to happen?
5: Because we, <clears> as, the we as the audience, know it's test room the, one. Yeah. And we they know don't know the Jack. We
4: know something's going to happen, but we don't know what. We don't know what this guy's plan is at that point. And that's where it's kind of like a, an appetizer for what will be the main course. He's testing out his plan on this small group. There. So
5: we're aware quite, quite early on that he's a bad guy.
4: This, this happens, I'd say, about two thirds, maybe three quarters yeah. of the way. Yeah, yeah, so by that point, So we know. We've done the investigation. It, yeah, yeah. Now we're getting into the, the nitty gritty yeah, and everything. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I'd also say that there are a few more tense scenes throughout. You know, there's a scene earlier on where, like, there's like a sort of uh, a town bum who is is one of the only people in the town who are, isn't brainwashed by the toy company. And he bumps into the doctor, and he's like, "Oh, you know, like, like they're doing experiments." Whatever he gives them, a, a, like a tidbit of information, and then later on, he's bumped off by one of these like robot henchmen. And the, the, I think that was filmed very well. He's just kind of like um, sat around, and just out of the darkness, these hands just come charging towards him. I think that that's no, quite tense. That
3: was the exact moment I was thinking that could have been tense, but wasn't. He talks to the doctor. Mm-hmm. He clearly says, "Oh, you know, screw this, Cochrane guy." And you're thinking, right? This guy's dead meat. You know, yeah. right? you know, he's he's obviously you know transgressed he's going to be and like he seems to walk away from the doctor seems to walk straight into the hands is uh, put on his knees and you know there's no being stalked there's no almost, you know, and, I don't know maybe it's done before but there's a reason it's done it's because it, it, it's not it's not even comedic it's just bing bang boom he's dead and it's like right. Well, why didn't you make me feel a bit scared? Yeah, but the then? thing is, is,
0: right? You've just said that you knew he's going to die. You like, you're like, oh, he's just yeah, s- you can, you can uh, know uh, it, but you can still so show to, it in a scary to, way. Why, why drag it out for like twenty minutes? Like, oh yeah, to, gonna to come increase
3: back. the tension to make it interesting. To watch. I,
0: I disagree. I think like for that, that was different because it wasn't the sort of like stalk and slash thing. It wasn't like oh, we can see Michael Myers coming close to him. We can see the camera from Michael Myers' perspective, and then you know, like we can hear stuff going on in the background. This is just like these hands just come out of nowhere and then just start strangling them and I think that's a bit more shocking than like kind of letting the audience know that something's going to happen it was just as you said just comes around the corner and bang there you go okay
5: so I'm getting, I'm getting mixed messages here really it's like early on we were talking about a film and Gav's like summary of the plot was that it's it's a little bit crazy it's a bit weird everybody we're all laughing about it because it does sound a bit nonsensical sounds a little bit you know a bit out there when now we're talking about Maybe there's a chance that it's actually scary. It, which is it? Is it funny? Is it scary? Is it? Is it's it neither? Not, it's it's neither. not scary. It's
2: neither. Like it, Gav says, it's a cult cool film, and you know, according to the internet, it is. But I think it's only. A, <laughs> <laughs> I, I,
1: I, <laughs> I think it's
2: only a cult film because John Carpenter's attached to it. I reckon if it was just yes. some no mark director who made it, if you, everybody would be like, "What the fuck is this?" You know. He, he won't get another film. It's just you know the the name has sold the film essentially.
3: Everyone has a bad film, and John, this is John Carpenter's bad. Did John Carp- film. He, didn't he didn't even direct it. it. Well, he's attached to it though, isn't he? He was a producer. Yeah, well, exactly. There you go. So it,
2: it, apparently he made the script. He, he made the plot, the premise, like all of did it. He just didn't
0: direct it. Hey, yeah, Tommy Lee Wallace, the guy who did uh, Fright Night,
4: heavily attached to it,
0: wasn't he? He was yeah, he was yeah, invested yeah. in it.
4: Yeah, he's friends with Tommy Lee Wallace. But-
0: yeah, well, I I think that. What we have so often here on the podcast is we talk about is it funny? Is it scary? Is it, you know, whatever we're judging things by a different standard. So like at the moment, uh, all of us in this room are watching Marianne on Netflix. Uh, several of us have said how we've shot our pants several times, <laughs> right? Then you go on and watch Halloween 3. You know, of course, you're not going to get the same scares. You're not going to feel as tense or as scared as you do after watching that. I, because-
2: I do agree with you. You know, I think... Hang on, hang on.
0: <laughs> Sorry, I'm just recovering. <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry, go on.
2: No, I was just going to say, I was thinking about the exact same thing the other day. I watched... Um, the original uh nightmare on elm street the other day and some of the deaths are kind of quite comical now by today's standards but there are still like moments in there that are tense and that are kind of a little bit scary and i just i don't think this film personally you know has that and i don't think it's just you know watching it by today's standards i think even back then i think he, you know even myself who scares it like if a pin drops in the middle of the night like I, well, I don't mean, you, you would find that scary <laughs> nobody in the house <laughs> just a <laughs> pain <laughs> i don't think even as like a you know 15 16 year old ch- child essentially um i would have been that scared by this
3: film i don't think you'd even make it to the end of the film you just halfway through you'd just be like no nah, i can't i you know it's th- this just isn't a good a well-made film in any i can't, I can't think lo- of how long is it? part of it no, An hour, like, half, one and a half hours. Right, yeah, okay. so well the thing
0: hour. is, is that like not all horror films have to be scary. You know, there's different types of horror. This is more of like a creepy sort of unnerving film. It's sort of like you know, you like the whole time you're watching the film, you know something's up. You know something's wrong with those masks. You have got to find out what. You know something's wrong with the town and the townsfolk. You know something's wrong with the with the company. You know it isn't a case of just like kind of shock or gore. You know, like genuine frights. This is sort of like building this sort of creepy atmospheric atmosphere. It's something, it reminded me a bit like of a David Lynch type horror film, you know, where it's not like sort of out and out scary. You wouldn't say that it's one of like the top 10 scariest films you've ever seen, but it is sort of creepy. It's creating an atmosphere.
5: Yeah, and how, how, is it, how does it wrap up? How does it wrap up towards the end? So it's building an atmosphere throughout. It's creepy. It's, okay. it's ongoing. That, what, that,
0: what, how, what happens
3: that, at the end? What, what is that happens at the end? He seems to run up and throw a bunch of buttons over some people. And then that and ends. so so what, <laughs> so
0: what happens is, Dave mentioned, uh, mentioned before the, the yeah, family gets led into a test room. Yeah. So this is the top salesman, right? And, yeah. you know, he's getting So he's the, guy, to... he's the guy who sold all of the masks. Yeah, he, he yeah, sold yeah.
4: the most masks. So he gets invited to the factory. Uh, factory owner is the big bad of this. Yeah, yeah. He is the witch in question. He and he's, he's the, the guy
5: who's witch. against the commercialization. He wants it to be satanic
4: um exactly, conal yeah. conal cochran yeah he's about yeah, yeah. making turning it back to over to the pagans so
5: actually he hates the salesman even though he's the guy who's
4: exactly which is why he invites him you know you sold the most mass have a tour of the factory and we're going to kill you and your family what, why does he hate his audience i mean his customers
0: well that's that's essentially what this film is about this guy is a pagan you know this guy's a, a witch or you know what they've said warlock and so he's, built, he's, the... built he's, a on, he's built up <laughs> yeah. a
3: massively successful business
0: yeah, well, the thing is, is that like he hates what Halloween. Has, yeah, he hates mm. what Halloween has become because he thinks that it's a sacred, a sacred festival and ritual, and he is against. Like the commercialization of Halloween, so that's what he's doing. He's he doing explains
4: like a, this very well. Yeah. No, says, I don't right?
0: think it's as clear as, clear he, as he, meant, that's you know, exactly what he said. No, this he is says, almost for
4: line. He's like, he he you say you send your children like, out begging for candy, and he says that very distinctly. And it, it's it, just like, like with disdain. It's
3: like, like this is after, by the way, he's stolen Stonehenge. Which there's so many, with so, so many, so much stuff. <laughs> get over Stonehenge. <laughs> get over <it. laughs> there
4: is
0: so much stuff in this film that is just barely explained. Dave said before, there's a reason that there's like that you can't get close and touch the stones anymore. It's because this true
3: based on a true story and again like I, I normally i don't mind plot holes too much but you just get tripped up in these ones you're just like why is this doctor investigating a death does he need to be back in hospital why is he asking another doctor to investigate or do all of his investigating for him mm-hmm. um like loads of different things how did he get stonehenge there what on earth is that about you know and it's not funny so it's not that doesn't cover the plot holes it's yeah, just yeah. you keep getting tripped up in him and then towards the end, like they're just sneaking around in this like room of where all the robots are about to televise this Halloween special to that's going to change the masks and turn yeah. everyone into a monster. And instead of, you know, the, like there's not like a huge climactic end to this film. Yeah, there he, is, goes there up, is. he goes up and takes um, a big load, a big box full of these buttons that are changing, got chips in to change people's minds. Yeah. And just throws them over the people who are doing it. So, Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm not saying there's not a reason for it. I'm not saying right, it's, it's so completely. Uh, it's on to, hang on, but it's just. <laughs> <laughs> it's just.
0: I'm only interrupting because there's an you're explanation. Doing it wrong. No, there's a,
3: there, <laughs> there is an explanation. I'm not there saying. Is. I'm not saying it's completely not. I'm just saying that the. Like massive climactic end to this film is some guy taking a cardboard box no, a nice,
1: of badges it's it's and nice, throwing it, it over. Yeah, there's an nice, extra
3: the there's t- That's <laughs> the end of the guy's plan. There's an extra bit that's. I mean, if you want to
0: talk yeah, about that, yeah, fair enough. Don't I go for it.
3: You and right. Dave so offended in
2: your. <laughs> <laughs>
0: no, no, about Halloween three. <laughs> yeah. right. so what we found out earlier is this chip that Alex was referring to is built into the Halloween masks. Yeah. So when they show uh, it's they're broadcasting essentially this program on Halloween night and encouraging the kids to wear the masks while watching it and Mm -hmm. a signal gets sent out through those chips in the mask and then it essentially... It, like, the special effects in it are brilliant. It essentially, like, turns the children's heads into, like, just a melted pumpkin, essentially, and, like, all creepy crawlies and yeah. snakes and everything start crawling out. And, like, that, that's the plan. We've seen earlier on in the film, um, another salesperson who came, uh, uh when we're staying at the hotel and um, was tampering with the chip. And we, we found that once they get, like, exposed, um, or once they get like kind of any damage to them, they emit this powerful like beam of like electricity. Uh, so, what, so we already know that you know once they're tampered with, they can emit this powerful beam. What he does later on is that he essentially throws a bucketful of no, these no, chips,
3: cardboard box. He just tips up the yeah. cardboard box and he these. throws
0: them all over you know, the scientists who are working on you know the, the, they're about to emit the, t- the TV to, broadcast to damage them and make yeah to it damage them. Off. and Then they start like knocking I don't against know what stuff you can't understand about this Alex. <laughs> I, anyway, right, I got so, it so so what you, so you what just Alex need to is, think of a climactic yeah. end no no no, so no, the the climactic ends right yeah. so after that, what Alex is forgetting about as well is that earlier on um the 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 girl i' can't, what do I can't remember the girl character's name um, Jailbait. <laughs> <sure. laughs> uh, ellie's ellie ellie, ellie ellie is kidnapped by um by the big bad and she is being held hostage um now the uh, doctor chalice rescues her. Bundles into the car, they're driving away and they need to kind of basically um, cancel the, the the TV broadcast. Yep. They're, so they're like rushing to the nearest phone so they can ring the TV stations and say, listen, you need to stop canceling that. You need to just to yep. don't show it. And while they're driving, um, she just starts strangling them. And then you realize then that she's been killed and she's been replaced by one of these robots. And so then there's that there's that you know they crash the car into the that into sounds a tree. like quite
5: a twist why did no one use that
0: <laughs> they crash the car into a tree he has to then kill Lion it, D, um, does it. <laughs> and then after that uh, he they just he, the cars are right off so he's mm-hmm. running to the nearest phone and he's on the phones of the TV stations and he's like you need to cancel this broadcaster you know it's it, you know it's it's gonna whatever he says it's gonna yeah. incite hatred it's gonna cause violence you know like just just turn it off turn it off and he's going through the channels and the first one gets switched off and the second one gets switched off and he comes to the third channel that it's being broadcast on and it's not getting switched off and he's just shouting down the phone you need to turn it off you need to turn it off you know and then it ends it like so we don't actually know if they managed to turn, turn the off broadcast not. off or not so you know like that could have been millions of children being murdered essentially and we don't know it ends on, the, on a cliffhanger which i think is a better ending than brucey's sort of tipping a cardboard box of i buttons mean over he, people does, he does he does <laughs> definitely tip a cardboard
3: box a box of buttons you, you know talking about the plot was just very quickly you know when talking about the plot you get tripped up in you're just driving along and you're obviously thinking around, you know, something's going on with her. She's not being, you know, so then she becomes a robot and you're just like, well, when the hell did she turn into a robot? Why did they make her a robot? If they made her a robot, why didn't they release her? Cause that would make sense. Why didn't they just shoot them both in the head? You, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm know these are little things. Cause obviously if you shot them both in the head, you would have a film. Fair enough. But they're just stuff where you just, you know, when you're like, what? She's a what? Like, she's a robot. Why? When? When did that happen? Why would they do that? Why would maybe it's between the first and, all and second sex <laughs> <Yeah>, Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> maybe that's why she wasn't sure how old she was. <laughs> <laughs> would, that, would be a better, that would be better yeah. for the film, to be honest. Uh, but it just uh, doesn't uh, make uh, much uh, okay. sense. And you can't help but just be going, like, it doesn't. What? Plot holes aside, okay? Because I, I
5: don't necessarily mind a plot hole yeah. if it's entertaining. Me neither, I get yeah. a feeling that maybe. There's a... You know, I'm swaying both ways here. It sounds relatively entertaining. What about the actual acting? We've not talked about. How, roughly how many main characters are there?
4: Um, I'd say you're looking at maybe three or four. I'd say probably three. You're looking at the Doctor uh ellie and you're looking at the bag your bad guy yeah, Come yeah.
5: On. okay so let's go for those those three yeah. and then a little touch on the how, okay. how are they are they good
4: um, i would say fine to be honest Relievable. with you yeah yeah um this is tom atkins who plays dr chalice he's pretty good actually he's actually not bad it's um it's not an easy script to deliver like i said there's a lot going on it's quite camp it's quite wacky
5: so other than the bad irish accent
4: Oh, he doesn't do an Irish oh, yeah, accent. That's just some guy, that's some guy at a motel. He has a, oh, he has a couple okay, of lines, okay. that is it. No, the guy with the Irish accent is actually Connell. Um, he's got more lines, but he is actually Irish, so his accent's fine. Okay. And I've got to say, Dan O'Hurley, who plays Connell, he's actually very good. he he actually gives a very good, well measured performance here because he's got this kind of side room, the charismatic kind of businessman side, when he's out in the public on the factory floor, when he's meeting his top salesman, very gregarious, very charming. And then when you see him in private where he's explaining what's going on, the, there's no humour to him whatsoever. He's very, uh, I wouldn't even say stoic. He's sinister. He's genuinely creepy. He's very sinister. And I think it's a really good performance by Dan O'Hurley. Again, it's, like Alex was saying, the plot doesn't make sense. And he's like, no, it doesn't. It's very camp. It's very 80s horror movie in that sense. It is kind of, it's a bit bizarre, you know, stealing a piece of Stonehenge. So you've got to give actors due credit that this is a very strange film, a very camp film, very entertaining film though but the actors really do well to kind of make it plausible and believable, all this far-fetched uh, hokum that is going on around them. Okay, what about you guys? Uh, right.
2: Completely the opposite. I
5: <laughs> I, I just kind just of not in front of every <laughs> sentence I, I sketched yeah, down there? I don't think
2: the, the actors and actresses are terrible, but I kind of liken it to when Bob, Bob Hoskins signed on to play Super Mario um
1: <laughs>
2: you know he, he's a decent actor and he just didn't realize the shit that he was walking into and i think that that's the case with most of the people that signed on for this film you can like dress up shit as much as you like you know they could have what got the best... on your arms and legs what are you, gonna do? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. you could have got the best actors and actresses ever on this film and it still would have been a pile of hot garbage so you know the performances aren't terrible but the
3: script is shit so you know it speaks for itself i would say the two leads aren't particularly great i can't remember there's not much memorable lines i there's not you don't really understand why they're going to investigate it but it doesn't feel she doesn't seem sad do you know what i mean and it's a mm-hmm. father's death so that would seem kind of key to her character um he it just I'm, I'm kind of perplexed at why he's doing anything in the film that is it Dan hurley uh connell dano uh, name? so the actor yeah, yeah i'd agree with joel there and say he's yeah he's, he's he's not bad but i mean he, he's stolen stonehenge you know i mean he, he he doesn't have a lot to work with <laughs> <laughs> I, to be
4: honest he's got too much to work with if you ask me but he I, does the, a
3: good job the only thing i disagree with what dave and Gav are saying is the camp thing i think they're overplaying that it doesn't really come across as kind of camp and wacky and having a laugh about itself it's not it's it's not that interesting this film it doesn't really that doesn't come through i don't think
5: okay okay
3: um does anyone have any
5: little bits that you think i'm missing out on i've not really uh i have not questioning anything you think is really gonna
2: push this minor, either way? P- minor picky thing for me and i could have got this wrong because you know i zoned in and out of this film <laughs> um but there's like a, i'm sure there's a scene at the start where like the original halloween is on the tv yes. yeah and it, uh. you know it, it, which kind of insinuated that Halloween one and two were fake, that it didn't really happen because they were watching it they, on TV. They, they didn't really. Um, they didn't, so they, they that films. was that was kind of
5: you know we're a bit like so well, like a very knowing. That was quite a thing in the eighties though, anyway, wasn't it? Where films seemed to like reference, reference each other constantly.
3: Yeah, but. It, you know, don't don't remind us of a film that's better than the one you yeah, want. Particularly it, if it's Halloween. It, it's like
2: a kick in the dick straight away no, when you no, go no, into it's... the film. And Michael Myers isn't there, and they've got the fucking Michael Myers film on in the background. It's like well, it's,
0: it's the distance itself, and to make it definitely stand apart and say, right, this has definitely got nothing to do with Michael Myers because in this reality, in this film, you know, Halloween one and two. We're, we're just movies, you know, like and that's that's like separating the films
3: I think the fact that john carpenter's plan was to do different films all the mm-hmm. way through. And the fact that I don't think you can think of much that the actors did after this film. You know, I think that it kind of
4: think it speaks ah, for itself. They didn't, no, they didn't,
3: they didn't Tom carry on. Tom Atkins they is di- a horror <laughs> legend okay, Tom okay.
4: Atkins went on to do a lot, and Dan O'Hurley he died. They didn't.
3: <laughs> <laughs> they didn't, uh, oh no, I am not say that. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't but do this. Uh, they, did, they stopped the Halloween and they went right back to having Michael Myers in it for a very good reason because this film bombed. Not just because, not no, just, it didn't, but not that's the thing, just it because. Didn't, it just did didn't make it, it got as, critically as absolutely panned. And if it made any, it was because people probably thought Michael Myers was going to be in it. But the, the, the fact is, they just didn't do it anymore. And if it had been a better film, they might have done it. But this film just definitely, you know, you watch it and you think, oh no, is this what we're going to do? No. Like, if they tried to do a Halloween 4, and it was the same quality as Halloween 3 season of A Witch that we'd never have had a Halloween five. It just wouldn't have happened.
0: Yeah. But I mean, have you seen Halloween five? I would rather watch Halloween <laughs> than watch Halloween five, man. That is a stinking pile of piss. Like, I, I, I know you can't make a piss pile, but just imagine. It's like a bucket. It's a, well, it's, I was going to say, I don't want to hear about the other Halloween. <laughs> yeah, freeze <What>? it, Freeze <laughs> it. I, 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 Like something that we haven't spoken about, right. Is, um, I think like the, the camera work is very good. Mm-hmm. I also think that the music is is very good as well. It's yeah. very uh, very good at creating a scene and setting a scene. It's very Carpenter-esque, you know, so very sly, like, okay, very yeah, sinister, yeah. and the uh, special effects as well. We haven't mentioned that. I think that is very well done throughout. Um, you know, there's some really great uh, special effects scenes. As I mentioned before, the scene where they put the mask on for the first time, and they mm. tried the, uh, the the testing, like that. You know, that when you know, like the child's watching it, and then the child's head essentially just caves in on itself, and then all these insects start crawling out. You yeah, know, that's done very well. And yeah. this all the scenes by
4: today's standard, that's good by the standard of 1982. Was this yeah, yeah. came out? That, that's it's excellent.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and, and also the scene in which the um, the, the the killer. Sets himself on fire. I think that's very good as well. And there's also a few scenes later on which do look a bit hokey in comparison. Yeah. Like you know, when a person's head is getting ripped off. You can tell that you know, like that's you know, not their head getting ripped off, obviously. <laughs> um But you know, like the, the majority of the special effects, I think, is very well done.
3: Mm. It's done. I wouldn't say it's very well done. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. All
5: right. Well, I think I've got a lot to uh, to go off here. You know, it's a shame that we don't stream this because facial and facial expressions uh, are playing a big
0: part <laughs> of, <laughs> of what I'm going up in here as well. So, um, uh, so yeah, I mean, I'll you and... can't trust our face. You know I
5: mean? <laughs> <laughs> so many people have said that to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, has anyone got
2: a quiz? Oh
0: God, look at Joel. He's taking his mic yeah, off yeah. the <laughs> stand. He's, he's, <laughs> it looks like comp- he's about to <laughs> serenade us. <laughs>
2: Maybe I am. Uh, okay, so this quiz is called Slash or Gash.
0: Um,
3: (laughs) on Halloween 3 as well I mean
2: okay so obviously it's going to be about slashes so question one um, who's killed more people Michael Myers Freddy Krueger or Jason Voorhees and you've got to put them in order and then you'll get a bonus point if you uh, guess how many they've killed as well okay I'm going to
3: say Jason Voorhees is Jason the one with the hockey stick uh,
2: hockey mask. Hockey, hockey mask. Yeah.
0: Jason Voorhees. <laughs> Mike Freddy Krueger. Michael Myers.
4: I'd actually agree with that that lineup. Okay.
0: Go I'm off. gonna say Michael Myers, Freddy Krueger, Jason Voorhees.
5: I'm gonna mm-hmm. say Freddy. Actually, no. Mike. Jason.
2: Okay. Uh, does anyone want to guess the number of the highest kills? Uh, 210. Oh, <laughs> wait, is this all together? <laughs> no. Just all, the, for that person across all, films. Across say, all the Across all films. Yeah, I'm gonna say
5: Jason Voorhees, 57. Who's had the most films, by the way? I'm going to say... Well, that's Probably, a question. Quite even, actually. 85, so, 85. 85. I'm going to say Freddy, and I'm going to say
2: 71. Okay. Unfortunately, you're all wrong. So uh, Jason is top with 146. Ooh. Wow. Uh, followed by Michael Myers, 121. Uh, wow. And then Freddy Krueger, only 42. Oh, wow. So obviously... even
5: <laughs> worth watching, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> Freddy's quite
2: low down on that list. But question two... Who's third in that list? So he is still a serial killer, but he's not in the same vein as those other three people. There's a little bit of a clue. But, uh, who's, who's,
4: who's, who's fourth? fourth cinematic serial killer. No,
2: player. third. So Freddy Krueger is 42, oh. so he's like eighth or ninth oh, okay. in terms of... So know, which, who's above Freddy?
4: Which cinematic serial oh, killer right. okay. has killed Hannibal Ske- Lecter? Oh,
3: uh, Ghostface.
4: Nope. nope. Say Hannibal Lecter. Because
5: are we talking about just what you're told to kill? Because he doesn't kill that many on screen, does he, Hannibal Lecter? No, maybe day? not, actually. So he...
2: No, no it, Well, it's not animal, it's not Ghostface face. Uh,
0: uh, jigsaw, correct?
2: Jigsaw, wow. kills like just, shit of people make 60 videos. kills. What about that one from uh Jeepers Creepers? It <laughs> kills about four people <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, every 27 s- years, there, mate. <laughs> so, <laughs> give then, them time. Aussie
2: like. the just uh, mentioned this question then. So, what franchise out of these three uh, people has got the most films? So, Halloween, Friday the 13th, or Nightmare on Elm Street, got. Fifteen Friday seconds. Friday the thirteenth.
4: Nightmare on Elm Street.
2: Nightmare on Elm Street. Okay, so Aussie, I am going to say Nightmare as well. Okay, so Friday the thirteenth. I've got twelve. Halloween eleven, and Nightmare on Elm Street's got nine. I feel like oh. Friday oh. the
5: thirteenth? I am missing a trick, really, aren't they?
0: Films. <laughs> <laughs> you wait something's
5: clearly on its way
2: okay so this is for the more hardcore fans now if Matty was here we'd be all over this <laughs> Michael Myers mask is obviously based on uh, William Shatner but he almost wore another mask does anybody know who that one was based on Slash was
0: it? no <laughs> Um <laughs> Oh, I've got no idea, to be honest. So, uh,
2: in the 70s, it, it, it was nearly an Emmett Kelly clown mask, uh, which apparently was to pay homage to Michael Myers killing his family while wearing one. Mm. Well, ah,
1: uh, wow. If you
2: Google Emmett Kelly, if you don't know who he is, he's like a, he's a clown, but he's, he's just basically a guy with makeup and a red nose. Um, so, the ghost face mask was an already established mask, or was it modeled on the screen painting? modelled on the screen painting.
0: I'm going to say already established just as a cave ball.
2: Dave?
4: Uh, I'm with Gav on already established. I'm going
2: for the painting. I mean, technically you're all right, but it was a bit of a trick question. Um, So it's 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 both. Uh, I'm going to hit you with some more facts here. The
5: Scream painting is actually based upon a mask. <laughs> the the He's the original
1: Ghostface yeah. killer. Yeah.
2: So the mask was the intellectual property of a Halloween mask company called Fun World who did model it on that um, painting. Uh, and the director of Scream wanted it, but the people who owned it drove that much of a hard bargain that they decided to just edit the mask really, really slightly. So if you if you watch the first scene of Scream the mask that they used there is actually different to the rest of the film because they basically said, okay, we'll just edit it so slightly so we can get around copyright infringement. Um, and then they basically caved in and came to a deal in the end. So, uh, you yeah, know, the mask oh, at the start is just different.
0: Hmm. Um, so He's also wearing a pink cloak as well. I don't <laughs>
2: <mean>. <laughs> the idea for Texas Chainsaw Massacre came from A, Christmas <laughs> shopping, or B, Hansel and Gretel.
3: Mm, Christmas shopping see both see both yeah he's a tricky one
2: isn't
0: he Uh, Christmas mm, shopping
4: I was going to say Ed Gein yeah yeah (laughs) I mean that's what
0: I think as well Um, I'm going to yeah,
4: Christmas shopping maybe shopping as well i'm just going to read a quote he
0: bought Um, bought a copy of the ed guy i wouldn't say autobiography (laughs) (laughs) uh, uh, (laughs) uh, there were
2: these big christmas crowds i was frustrated and i found myself near a display rack of chainsaws i just kind of zoned in on it i did a rack focus on the saws and i thought i know a way i could get through this crowd really quickly jesus wow
1: (laughs) shit Wow. Too so that's, so that's basically
2: honest. how Texas Chainsaw Massacre came about from him uh, God, Lord. imagining massacring everybody. Uh, so, Chucky from Child's Play wasn't originally going to be called Chucky. He was going to be called something else. Does anybody know what he was going to was be it, called? Was it was Reggie. It was, Buddy. Oh. Um, and then, Chucky is obviously possessed by a guy called Charles Lee Ray. He's derived from the names of three serial killers. Can anybody name them? Uh, Charles, obviously,
0: Charles Manson, yeah, the the Lee, the Lee Harvey Lee. Oswald, yeah, those two, and Billy Ray Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's breaking everyone's heart. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, oh, I've got no idea. Actually, Ray. J-
4: James Earl Ray. Oh. Oh
5: shit! Um, I thought so that was the guy from uh, from Ghost Star Wars. Wars. <laughs> oh, <laughs> you oh mean yeah, just because he's City. called Ray? <laughs> well, okay. yeah, no, I meant the Star Wars
2: guy. Okay, like... so one of my favorite Freddy Krueger kills ends in a one-liner uh, where Jennifer's killed by a TV. What line does he say? And you get extra points if you use the voice.
0: Um, the television will rot your brain, or something
2: like that. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyone.
0: No, um, no, no, I don't know. No. Welcome
2: to prime time, bitch! <laughs> Brilliant. Um, okay, so question nine: Who kills Jason Voorhees by putting a machete through his head?
0: Um, you Freddy Krueger.
2: Mm, no, you've probably got no clue, considering you got all the names mixed up before.
0: Oh, um, Pamela, Barbara. <laughs> yeah.
2: It's a guy who features in many of the Friday films. Oh, Kyle. Him that's the name Tommy Jarvis he's called oh shit yeah uh, okay so you may know this one it was news to me but Psycho is the first American film to feature what
0: oh a flushing toilet
2: <laughs> correct <laughs> <laughs> but not oh. just a flushing toilet but a toilet in general oh Oh. Um, that, which just kind of shows you how repressed the American cinema was but here, here's the here's the bonus question not
0: costume. like the, oh, great British we uh, <laughs> were showing at the time all the way back
3: in the 20s David lean has got a lot of answers
2: <laughs> okay so th- this was taken in 2017 who's got the most successful horror franchise adjusted for inflation and you know it, it can be anything it could be, they could have made like one film or nine films
0: um, Saw, yes, yes, something like that. I reckon. Saw so, or Final Destination.
4: Um,
2: I mean, horror encompasses stuff like Alien are on this list, so no, it's okay, absolutely no, no, no I'm
4: gonna say the guys <laughs> behind the Conjuring. Oh yeah, the Conjuring series. I reckon. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Insidious.
2: Uh, so it's actually Jaws.
3: Ah oh, oh, shit! One point five two billion. Wow. Um, Considering and- only one film was good as yeah. well that's pretty whoa, impressive whoa wow, wow. what whoa, whoa. <laughs> <laughs>
5: Wait, we will
4: bring this to trial on. <laughs>
5: gonna, which one out of interest I'm going to put Jaws 2 on for my any Halloween horror month yeah any what, of them Jaws bring, it. Yeah, three, bring three it.
2: it so there you go I'm going to give that one to Gav
5: well, yeah, Man. it was always yeah, going yeah, to be it it was always, <laughs> to be honest. Yeah, it was always it was his quiz to lose.
3: He's put the work in <laughs> <laughs> since he was twelve. Twelve, uh, a bit. I
0: know. Yeah, yeah. Come on, that's <laughs> <just five>. six, <laughs> six years to, off the off the uh, thing there. Uh, okay, right. Um, yeah, well, yeah, that's it, isn't it? I'll, I'll see
5: you, yeah. Yeah. A judgment. All right. Well, thanks very much for that, Joel. It was um, enlightening, entertaining. much like this film sounds as though it is um you know why it's a tough one um based on the looks around the room and pretty much the opening paragraph um i was already swaying well towards that steaming pile um with you know with such great films on there that already, you know it's going to stick it right up alongside Gattaca. La la, la 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 <laughs> um, But you know, I, I don't know. it's a, Everyone agreed that there's some good acting. Also. Actually, there was. Um, I it <laughs> seemed that way. Yeah, it seemed like it was fairly well. Well, I, 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 there was a lot went on in the room that was not spoken, Aussie, and I think it is a real shame for the listeners that they missed out on on, on the real conviction that was put in both arguments. I'm looking dead at you when I say
2: this. Don't, like, don't do it, Aussie. <laughs> Look at them. Look at them. Do you believe them, Aussie?
5: <laughs> no, I don't. If I, you put really this on down, this
2: list, you've been I'm, paid off. Because uh, yeah, no, no. I'm, I'm going to put it
5: onto the shit list. Like, I just felt God. like I couldn't believe anything <laughs> that was said in the room. Yeah.
3: That would have been a travesty of crossroads proportions. <laughs> <laughs>
0: hey, that film, on, that's uh, a good uh, film. Uh, uh, that is a good film. right okay so honest opinions uh start with me uh it wasn't as good as i remember
3: (laughs) how did you find it when he grabbed the nurse's ass
0: right at the beginning yeah no right from that moment i was like oh yeah um i i i mean i yeah it wasn't that great i I think uh, Stacey nelkin did a good job with what she had to work with miss castor she had a complete like load of shit to work with to be honest um i mean she started off quite well it reminded me of a, a bit like a few miles as uh lillian crane you know at the beginning of psycho i was like oh yeah she's got something to her and then as soon as they got to the hotel it was literally like oh no she's a sex symbol and then a damsel in distress yeah. but you know as i said she did a good job with what, what she had to work with and you know the points that dave made about the cast i still think that the special effects and the camera work the music i think they were all good and i do think there is an enjoyable film but nowhere near as good as I remember it you know like it is it is just oh yeah it's when do bitter. you remember it being how
2: good do, how do oh, you remember it originally yeah.
0: Uh, uh, last like last two years old it, <laughs> last when, you were f- when I was five when I watched it no,
2: l- 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 after play days <laughs> 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 this, was, like, this was instead of play days <laughs> uh,
0: no, yeah, no, probably when I was like a young teen uh, I think maybe or maybe like 12, 13 well into Halloween I mean.
3: franchise yeah, and desperate I, to love Carpenter exactly yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Like, like my love of Carpenter had already been established yeah. and uh, dipped the toe into this and obviously that's probably what it was looking through rose tinted yeah. glasses. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not as good as remembering now.
4: Dave? Yeah, um I agree with a lot of what Gav said about, you know, the cast and the special effects. Yeah, you know, there, is, there is merit to this film. But it got the bad rep it got because Michael Myers wasn't there. That, it was as simple as that. Take Michael Myers out of the equation. This film is no better or no worse than any other film that came out in the early 80s. But then remember, a hell of a lot of shit came out in the early 80s. <laughs> and yeah, this is, this is pretty bad, to be honest with yeah. you. It, it's not as good as you remember.
3: Alex, you yeah, looks like you hated it. It's a poorly made film. In, ev- <laughs> in literally every aspect of the film, <laughs> it is poor.
2: And Joel, Joel can barely raise yeah, himself like, to the mic. I was pretty surprised at how shit it was. and <laughs> yeah. I, I actually agree with what I said. If Carpenter wasn't attached to it, no. it, this would be forgotten about like instantly. And I am actually very, very surprised that it's even considered like a cult classic because there's nothing classic
3: about it. And I think it's more that Gav hates us. That he's
2: picked it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as, pick. as I was saying, <laughs> fair, I, I, I quite look forward to Gav's horror picks because you know he, he's got a lot of knowledge there, and I always I think know. he might uncover, um, you know, yeah. you, you yeah, like brave, brave give style, me like a nice little that? gem. But so far, it's just been utter shit. What was that but
0: first what piece a of shit? Uh, right, what, like, yeah, the thing is right, what's the one the, the Billy
3: Sane one the demon
4: demon, demon knight fuck demon. you <laughs> <laughs> no you fucked me twice on a Halloween horror film fuck, <laughs> fuck you I wouldn't mind
0: it if you said Pet Sematary, but demon oh knight, Pet demon knight is a fucking classic there is right, the, see this is the thing is that uh, I could pick you know i got to pick Halloween like four or five or whatever you know what I mean I could pick films that people already know that are like kind of I imagine whatever Joel's going to pick is going to be like one of these films he's going to say oh it's, it, yeah, it's really Marmites, but actually, because I've
2: only <laughs> seen 10 horror films, you've seen about 2,000.
0: But, but the thing is, is that like I, I've gone for something that I know is like quite divisive. It's got a really big cult, clear cult following, as I said before, but it's also was critically panned. And I and I hadn't watched it in about like 15 years, and I thought oh, that'd be an interesting one, you know, because uh, it'll be an interesting one for me as well cause, to defend it if I don't actually like it. Yeah, okay. So uh, that's that's what I've gone for. But next time, okay, brave, admittedly, Jesus Christ. I'll pick a better one. <laughs> <to> calm down, right? <laughs> So, Hyrule Lower. (laughs) Ah, Hyrule Lower than our previous. (laughs) (laughs) La La Land. La
3: La Land. -land. Um, Lower. Which it now sits sits next to on the shit list. (laughs) 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 What did La
0: La Land get? 91 Um, and 81. Oh my God. Definitely Um, lower. I'm saying it's not even hitting over 50. uh, You'd be right. Uh, 42 critical, 27 audience. (laughs) Oh, wow. uh, That is,
3: normally it's your boy,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so all the people that think it's a cult favourite have obviously <laughs> not been voting, own, or maybe they are. Maybe they're, they're, that's, that's it, that's I think they are. It's a really it? small cult. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so once again, I put a poll up on Twitter over the weekend and asked our friends and followers which list Halloween 3 season, the witch should be placed on. 56% of our listeners decided that it should be placed on the hit list. So those 56% are the same 27% of game positive <laughs> reviews, I imagine. Okay, and before we adjourn the case, it's time for a little caption contest. Uh, so what I do here is I take a screenshot of the film and I put it on Twitter and ask our friends and followers to provide a hilarious caption, which we then decide uh, we'll get. I'm sorry, I'm just talking here filling time until my sound effect board comes on, but it's not working. Uh, so the winner basically gets a, a delicious frog-shaped chocolatey treat. Rabbit. There we go. (laughs) So the caption I've got here is Tom Atkins angrily screaming into a phone. So you guys have just got to pick your favourite out of number one. I I thought that was the caption then. I was like, that's not funny. (laughs) I want to rock. Right, okay. next one is uh, representative... And then brackets, I hope this translates over there. <laughs> so I, unfortunately, I don't think it did. I'm sorry, I haven't had the time to check up with the health about. Uh, number three, I said I don't want a timeshare. <laughs> uh, number four, Grant. I don't know what that is from Villain too, as well I don't know if that's somebody shouting a name or I don't know anyway oh right. that,
4: that's Jurassic Park reference oh yeah it's Richard Attenborough oh, when he's on the phone uh, the, oh, the yeah, raptors yeah, break yeah. through the grass like Growth!
0: okay yeah there we go <laughs> well yeah. it's
4: EastEnders and he's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: it's Barbara Windsor yeah. sorry I, I always get Barbara Windsor and Richard Attenborough <laughs> you, you go too highbrow Dave <laughs> <laughs> take a joke but I genuinely did think it was much. Joel just said so, right? <laughs> uh, number five Halloween 3 stands out on its own as fun and original horror movie he <laughs> <And, laughs> could have done a good job on this podcast defending it to be honest and the last one number six hey I said I wanted the jack-o'-lantern with snakes and bugs not the Trump mask that makes you an asshole <laughs> <laughs> okay so uh,
3: last one for me the like the yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. okay so congratulations to Tim Coates at Coates Tim you've just won yourself a flippity Freddo uh, no, just because it's a Halloween horror film. Oh, yeah, it? yeah. Oh. okay. okay. Just dead, dead, death <laughs> frog. It's, nine, it's dead, dead frog, really. frog. Death <laughs> frog. Oh. <laughs> so, just before we call it a day we wanted to give a shout out to one of our podcasting friends uh, boobies and newbies podcast okay so i've gone for something different here usually i pick something film related that is quite similar to ours but uh, this is a great podcast hosted by uh, one of our good uh, twitter friends kelly reynolds um, basically she reviews a new romance novel every week Uh, She has a variety of guests on as well, who range from uh, more experienced readers uh, to those who don't even know what Chick Lit is or even where to look for it. What
5: did she think about Fifty Shades of Grey?
0: I, mean, I haven't actually asked her, to be fair. I must definitely ask her what she records about Fifty Shades of Grey. So Kelly, if you are listening to this, let us know what you thought of Fifty Shades of Grey and or Halloween 3. And just- <laughs> <laughs> Don't do it, Kelly. I mean, to be honest, there were yeah. some serial killer aspects of Fifty Shades of Grey. Uh, to be fair, and we did say it was like a spiritual successor to, uh, succession to um, Halloween, didn't we? You know what? like um Christian Grey sort of like oh, right. you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. he 's a bit of a stalker he, he's yeah, yeah. buying stuff in a hardware shop <laughs> he probably would have been a good kind of uh, standing in Halloween three for Michael myers uh, but anyway, right, so check them out on uh, Twitter, check them out on um uh, tw- check them out on Twitter boobies and newbies, and check them out on any podcasting platform, specifically Apple podcastings boobies and newbies podcast you're enjoying, okay. you're enjoying saying that aren't you boobies <laughs> i am And newbies. usually it's some liverpool slang um <laughs> but anyway <laughs> um, so uh, before uh, we call it a day i just want to say what the next film on trial is going to be it's a continuation of halloween horror month and it's going to be alex who is picking darren aronofsky's mother yes sorry i mean um the, uh, the film mother, not Aronofsky's <laughs> actual mother. I, no, to... no, 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 no. <laughs> well, uh, okay, so uh, Alex, I'd uh, uh, like to just give a brief explanation as to why you've picked this film. Well, it's pretty
3: famously divisive, that film. I think it's perfect for films on trial. Like when it came out, it split critics, split audience. So I'd like to see what we make of it.
0: Okay, all right. Uh, so all of the other roles have been picked out at random. Alex, of course, will be defending the film. So defending it with him will be Dave In prosecution will be myself and Austin. Mm -hmm. And in judging it, uh, the judge's role will be Joel. So look forward to that. So I just want to say thank you to everybody who has listened to this episode. Please remember to like, share and subscribe. Leave us a positive rating on Apple Podcasts. Why don't you? Because that spreads the message. Our film's on trial. Tell your friends. Tell your family about us why don't you, I don't know, send out a bizarre TV broadcast that coincides (laughs) with (laughs) the release of masks? (laughs) (laughs) I'm
1: stumped, I'm stumped to be honest.
0: (laughs) Uh, Okay, so, um, yeah, check us out on Twitter, at Film Trials. Why don't you check out our graphic artist, Winston Sang, at the underscore quirks. Check us out on social media as well, Facebook, Instagram, and our YouTube channel, Films on Trial. So that is it. (laughs) and surprise surprise but Halloween (laughs) 3 is a shit (laughs) and we will be in your ears next week with mother goodbye